Bellwether diversifies services with hub and on-demand platforms. Electric coffee roaster manufacturer Bellwether Coffee has launched two major new products, an online roasted coffee marketplace for small businesses and a software-based platform for high-volume roasting. Both products are part of the startup's efforts to overcome the traditional barriers to commercial roasting, such as training, experience, or theoretical knowledge. The business-to-business solutions rely on Bellwether's roasting software and roasting automation, while the Bellwether ecosystem also includes green coffee procurement and inventory management. The Bellwether Hub, a larger roasting solution, allows users to run multiple Bellwether machines simultaneously to meet larger volume needs. The refrigerator-sized roasters in the hub are controlled by a single Bellwether interface, which enables operators to roast different coffees simultaneously or ramp up the roasting of individual coffees. According to Bellwether, a single worker with no prior training can operate a four-unit Bellwether hub to produce about 2,500 pounds of coffee in a work week. The labor input is about two minutes per roast, and routine maintenance such as daily removal of chaff. The company's headquarters in Berkeley, California, currently houses the first four-unit hub of ventless electric Bellwether roasters. Bellwether On Demand is a new online marketplace for roasted coffees, sourced from a Bellwether hub or participating nearby businesses with Bellwether roasters, with a focus on small coffee businesses and office coffee providers. The service has a sign-up form for wholesale inquiries and direct online sales for office customers. Bellwether says the wholesale option will allow for customized coffee blends. The platform currently offers six single-origin coffee options and three custom Bellwether blends, with five-pound bags priced between $11 to $13 per pound, pre-shipping. Buyers can choose from four different roast levels, light, medium, medium dark, or dark. The company said its on-demand roasting service is currently conducted at the Berkeley Hub and at several Bellwether customer locations. A new revenue stream from Bellwether's online marketplace can be significant and beneficial, according to current Bellwether client and Latitude Coffee owner Daniel Levy. The additional revenue that comes from the Bellwether network is very important to our business because it covers a lot of overhead expenses. It covers the days that are a little bit slower. It covers the roaster and it even covers the green beans we buy for ourselves. It's a consistent revenue stream and it also helps us be part of the larger Bellwether community, so there is kind of a belonging to it, said Daniel Levy, owner, Latitude Coffee. Bellwether aims to transform traditional coffee roasting and reduce coffee's carbon footprint. According to the company, the roaster, hub and on-demand network are working together to make it possible for any business to serve coffee, roasted on a Bellwether, and contribute to a more sustainable future for coffee. As each of the company's products and services is tailored to the needs of people and businesses, the company practices commoditization, normalizing the use of a roaster without training, in coffee shops and even at home if one so chooses. Bellwether's on-demand and hub offerings allow us to expand the ways in which we help people scale their businesses, all the while furthering our mission to electrify coffee roasting. It really is a win-win. We're supporting a multitude of business models, but we're also empowering those businesses to drastically reduce their carbon footprint," said Ricardo Lopez, founder, Bellwether Coffee. Founded in 2013, Berkeley-based Bellwether makes technology-enabled, zero-emission coffee roasters that can be used anywhere people buy coffee. Buying a roaster gives people access to an online marketplace for coffee beans.
The company's goal is for coffee shops to roast their own beans and cut out the middlemen who sell pre-roasted beans to cafes at a high price. Police arrest seven farmers over land dispute in Vietnamese highlands. Vietnamese police have arrested seven residents in the central highlands for preventing men from cutting down a farmer's coffee and durian trees as part of a contract dispute, residents told RFA. The incident is one of the latest disputes over land use rights in the country, which have been ongoing since the late 1990s. Five men were sent to cut down the trees because farmer Nguyen Ton Jong had not delivered the contracted amount of coffee beans to Tang Loi Coffee Joint Stock Company, the company from which he had leased the land. After hearing the men cutting down the trees in the darkness early on Monday, neighbors helped Jong chase them away. They caught three of the men and detained them near Hoa Dong Commune in Krong Dak District, Dak Lak Province, a local resident told RFA. When the town's authorities learned of the incident, they dispatched 20 vans with up to 500 police officers to the scene to rescue the three men and arrest 25 people. After the interrogation, the police released 18 people and arrested the remaining seven, charging them with resisting enforcement authorities and illegally holding people, state media reported. Zhang had refused to supply beans, due to bad weather and a drop in coffee prices since 2019. As a result, a court had ordered him to pay the company nearly 5,200 kilograms of fresh beans as rent for the 2018-19 season. The farmer appealed, but the Court of Appeal upheld the earlier decision. According to a resident, Zhang's orchard has about 30,000 coffee trees and more than 100 durian trees, the latter of which will bear fruit in 2023. Zhang later wrote on his Facebook page that about two-thirds of the trees in his orchard had been cut down. As they have all leased agricultural land, more than 1,000 households in Hoa Dong Commune are now in a similar situation. According to an RFA source, the families bought trees on the leased land in 1998 and shared ownership with Tang Loi Coffee, which held a 51% share. When Tang Loi became a joint stock company, the families who had leased the land were forced to buy the company's shares at preferential prices. Zhang and others did not buy them because they considered the company's actions illegal. Dissatisfied residents approached the president's office, which instructed the Dak Lak People's Committee to solve the problem. However, the committee has not yet taken any action. Hundreds of locals who have leased a total of 2,300 hectares of land from the company are at risk of losing all their assets, such as coffee and durian trees, the resident said. Though Hong Fook, the chairman and general manager of Tang Loi Coffee Joint Stock Company, and Hong Ti Thu Ha, the deputy general director in charge of the company's sales, declined to comment. RFA also did not get a statement from Krong Pak Police. In Vietnam, there is no legal concept of private land ownership. The country's 1992 constitution states that the government must allocate land to individuals and organizations and allow land users to transfer land use rights. The land law in 1993, after the Communist Party initiated economic reforms and abandoned agricultural cooperatives, 
granted farmers 20-year leases, and 7.4 hectares of land per farmer for production purposes. However, the law also stated that the farmland must be returned to the government for reallocation after 20 years. The limit enables the government to allocate land to new farmers, as about 60% of the labor force is still engaged in agriculture. Rwanda to host 19th Africa Fine Coffees Conference and Exhibition The Joint Organizing Committee of the African Fine Coffees Conference and Exhibition at AFCCNE, comprising the National Agricultural Export Development Board NAEB, and the African Coffee Association AFCA, has announced that Rwanda will host the 19th edition of the event. Rwanda will have the honor of hosting the African Fine Coffees Conference and Exhibition for the third time after 2009 and 2019. This will also be the first event after a two-year hiatus since 2020 caused by the global COVID-19 pandemic. The conference will be held in Kigali from 15 to 17 February 2023 under the theme Shared Value for Sustainability in the African Coffee Industry. More than 1,000 stakeholders from across the coffee value chain will attend the event to discuss sustainable coffee practices, the impact of climate change on production and productivity, and better income for producers. Claude Bizimana, CEO of the NAEB, said coffee is an important aspect of the African economy. It positively impacts the lives of hundreds of thousands of smallholder farmers and their families in Rwanda and other African countries. It has also made a significant contribution to foreign exchange revenues and the monetization of the rural economy. Because of the efforts of these smallholder farmers, the quality of our coffee is now recognized globally. Bringing this event to Rwanda honors their work and reminds them that they are crucial to Rwanda's coffee success story, said Claude Bizimana, CEO, NAB. The event is an excellent opportunity for Rwanda and other African coffee-producing countries to once again showcase the quality of their coffee to participants. It serves as a platform to find new buyers and raise the profile of coffee origins. Rwanda produces up to 420,000 bags per year, which does not place it among the top 20 producers. There are currently about 400,000 smallholder farmers who make their living from coffee. Production is dominated by bourbon varieties, which are prized for their quality. West Rock Coffee held ceremony for new RTD Coffee Roasting Facility. West Rock Coffee Company, based in Little Rock, Arkansas, announced that it held a ceremony in Conway, Arkansas, for its new state-of-the-art ready-to-drink RTD coffee roasting facility. When fully operational, the 524,000-square-foot production facility will be the largest RTD coffee roasting facility of its kind, according to Westrock. Several key company figures attended the event in Conway on November 9, including the CEO and co-founder of Westrock Coffee, Scott Ford, and Charles Nabholz, Chairman Emeritus of Nabholz Construction, a multi-service contractor managing the renovations. It is particularly meaningful to me to have the nation's largest roasting-to-ready-to-drink packaging facility in Conway, my hometown. Starting these upgrades marks a significant milestone in our company's history to further accomplish our mission, said Joe Ford, co-founder and chairman, West Rock Coffee Company. As an industry leader, 
West Rock Coffee provides beverage solutions to the most distinguished brands around the world, and this new facility enables us to further our ability to deliver the most innovative solutions to our customers in a variety of formats, said Scott Ford, CEO and co-founder, West Rock Coffee Company. The facility will offer ample space for the development, production, and distribution of our coffee, tea, and RTD products, including ready-to-drink cans, glass bottles, multi-serve plastic bottles, and bag-in-box, bib, solutions. It will also have a product development lab to allow the company to develop, test, and produce new products. West Rock Coffee is one of the leading coffee, tea, flavor, extract and ingredient solutions providers in the United States. The company offers a range of services, including coffee sourcing, supply chain management, product development, roasting, packaging and distribution for retail and more. West Rock Coffee and Riverview Acquisition Corporation formally completed a merger on August 29. The merger has enabled West Rock Coffee to expand even further into Europe, Asia-Pacific, and the Middle East, and accelerate the development of its RTD production facility.